Post podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym. And what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations surrounding sex and sexuality with me. Um, and this is actually the first time I've been recording physically next to someone in forever. But this is not a thing that's going to be continuing to happen in the future. This is a very special, very special case. <laughs> Today on the pod, I have my friend in Metamore, Katie, and we're going to talk about a breast enhancement. Hello, darling. How are you? Hello. We're so cozy and we're just like snuggled in bed. I've got a blanket wrapped around. It's pretty good. We both have tea. <laughs> it's fantastic. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Um, I think, did I ask you to do this? Did you? I must have. No, I absolutely did not ask to do this. <laughs> you did ask. And no, no, I am more than happy to be here. Katie uh, is also great. tied up. She's being held hostage, apparently. <laughs> I wish. That's <laughs> yeah, another type of podcast. <laughs> but um, this is fun because I've had one other person... Just one other person on the podcast specifically come on and talk about getting their tits done. So I love to have another another opinion, another perspective, another story. Absolutely. And not have I... Wait, let me just say this. <laughs> I have had not one boob job, but three. <laughs> Some nuts. I know. <laughs> So we'll chat about that. You most certainly will. Um, you off the pre-recording, um, off the top, were like, should we even tell people what a metamor is? I think that's a good place to start. Sure. Yeah. Who would you like me to explain it? Would you like to explain? You're the host. You I talk too much. Oh God. So basically, <laughs> Aaron and I are dating the same person. There you go. There you have it. We. I don't know. What, what else should we say? <laughs> <laughs> when you whisper to me, the mic can still hear it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We're also high, if you haven't uh, picked up on that already. Fully got a vape pen in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said that. Um, okay, let's maybe... This could um, be a cool podcast, though. Like, you know, come over, talk about sex. hang out in blankets, talk about sex, get high. Uh, into it. That's, uh, that's kind of my life already. I know, I just, just, <laughs> we just don't record it. What we so. do anyways. There you go. We'd be doing it anyways. <laughs> so maybe let's start with like, I don't know. When did you first think about getting your boots done? If you know me... You know that I'm obsessed with boobs. <laughs> always have been. Always will be. <laughs> That's not to like, really. For real. So, and like, 
big boobs, small boobs, no such thing as a bad pair of boobs. Mm. Truly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> truly. Truly. Anyways, so um, I've always wanted, I, I've always wanted breast implants, I think from a very young age. Mm. And I don't know if my desire for them came from a good place or not at that age, sure. but... I was, I, I told, used to tell my mom <laughs> that I was a big booby lady <laughs> trapped in a small booby body. I love it. <laughs> and, and I meant it. Like, I just waited for my boobs to grow. I was one of those people when I was younger, like when I was a kid, like maybe the boob fairy would come if I like stuffed Aww. tissue under my pillow. My <laughs> my best friend and I growing up used to always do that. We were, it just, <laughs> we, we had our like small boobs and it was right when I think everybody was really sort of like developing. Boobs, yeah. 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 Like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, my sister, on the other hand, shout She's out to my blessed. sister, <laughs> just fully just like sprouting a D cup out Aww. of nowhere. <laughs> like in grade six. Yeah, yeah. like, well, okay, fuck you. <laughs> you hate me. I yeah. understand. Okay. <laughs> uh, so all through my years, I think I just remember saying to my mom, like, yeah, if I'm ever in a position to like buy boobs, like that's what them. I'm going to do. I'm going to get fake boobs. It's like going to happen for me in my life. Yeah. And she would just kind of laugh it off and be like, okay, whatever. Sure, Katie. Yeah. For, for me, I um, it's so funny. We like really young. I want to say like grade two or three. We wanted tits so bad that like we'd wear those train. We're flat as a fucking board, and we would like I forced my mom to like get me a bra and like like and and she like even didn't even I didn't need a bra, so she didn't really buy me a bra. She bought me like this little basically undershirt like bralette like a little <laughs> one of like those. a sports bra but lacy because i needed it to like look it was like a bra, a bra. it wasn't yeah. a tank top uh, no i needed it to be like fancy right <laughs> so she and she actually bought me a matching set it was oh. a white just like lace little just undershirt <laughs> and a panty that's adorable. Where was it from? Oh, like Sears. That's where I got my first bra from. I'm not lying. It was definitely Sears or the Bay. Yeah, it was a department store. Yeah, 100%. And then I, I remember I loved it wearing it so much that like... I wanted to wear it multiple times. Like, I didn't want to, like, wash, you know, it's a bra. Yeah. But also, because it was a matching set, I, I asked my mom if I could, like, wear, like, them again the next day. The my mom was wear. like, you can wear the bra a couple times without washing it. You probably try on new underwear, though, and I was concerned about it not matching and all that stuff. Concerned? Who is looking? <laughs> no one. Are you in grade just three? For me, it clearly was, like, you know, a big thing for me, you okay. know, and I wanted it to, like, look a certain way or something. I must ask, then, is this something that is carried on later into adulthood? Must oh, like you matching? always wear a matching set underneath? 100% no, which is so funny. I think I just knew it was special, maybe. I knew it was, like, a special moment. Oh moment that I just like wanted maybe I just wanted it to last I was like no I need to wear the set I need to wear it four days in a row you loser. my mom's like no <laughs> it's such a loser like like oh, the loserest oh, at that age oh I yeah I was it's getting fine. the most bullied around that time for <sighs> sure Man, I went through a stage in my life of mega bullying, of being bullied yeah. too. And even I remember, oh my God, one time I wore my training bra to 
for some reason, all the girls in my grade in like grade five took a dance class. <laughs> it was a hip hop class nice. at like our local dance center. So obviously I had to sign up. Um, and I was wearing a t-shirt and I guess you could see the outline of my bra underneath and somebody fully was like, why are you wearing a bra? You don't even need one. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I know. But that was mortifying for me. My grade five self yeah. wanted to just crawl into a hole um but yeah that to be quite honest things didn't change much from there i know no I, just same still wear still just kept wearing that training bra still years to come <laughs> honestly if it wasn't for my implants like yes it would be the Thanks, same byway <laughs> man byway was the shit it was it truly was <laughs> i think that's where all of my clothes were from growing up <laughs> truly I'm just imagining those big, like, carousel racks that spin uh-huh, with uh-huh. all the clothes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And it's carpeted. <laughs> oh, to be young again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. There were some rough years. <laughs> yeah, forget that. Yeah. I was bullied. Yeah. It wasn't, like, a moment for me. I yeah. was bullied completely throughout my childhood, but I would not go back in a second. Oh, man, me neither. I was bullied a lot growing up, so yeah. I'm here for it. Right. I'm here with you, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just, like, remind people that we've smoked weed? <laughs> the most weed. <laughs> yes. Okay, um, moving on. You've, you know, you've always kind of wanted to get them, so when did you actually decide that you're actually going to do it? um it was honestly this was something I already knew like like I established this was something that I wanted this Mm -hmm. wasn't something that was going to happen on a whim Mm -hmm. this was something that um my then partner at the time and I had been starting to save for and it was already in the works if you will just didn't know when or like what time it would be the most you know make the most financial sense or whatever right Um, And I was going through a period of just really, really low self-esteem. Yay, mental health stuff. Was just uh, experiencing a period of depression. Um, Mm. Was feeling really shitty about myself, to Mm. be honest. And uh, my partner then and I decided that actually this felt like the right time to do it. And my partner is really supportive at the time and was really like, yep, you know what? This this feels right. This makes sense. Um, we've saved enough now that we can cover the rest of it, um, you know, out of our pocket kind of rather than out of our savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it just made sense. Uh, the one thing is that like it, it feels weird to talk about this part or even to really like Hmm. Sometimes I want to downplay this part. It's that after my surgery and after it's all said and done, I do have a higher self-esteem. It is something that helped my self-confidence. And even though I do a lot of work internally, you know, (laughs) and um, I don't want it to seem like, Oh, when I had small boobs, I was unhappy. And now when I have big boobs, this is great. But I think rather, I finally felt like I was embodying the the image of myself that I had for so long was was becoming realized, I suppose. I felt like I was becoming myself. I know that sounds so like corny um, (laughs) and like a bit of a stretch even, but (laughs) I really did. It just felt like I look at myself 
And it's like, I feel like this is just, these are my boobs. I can't even remember what it was like without them. It always felt supernatural. It was never like, whoa, all of a sudden I have boobs. I don't know what to do with these. It was just like, oh, great. They finally arrived. (laughs) Uh, One thing that they do ask, and you do have to do a bit of an interview. They won't just give anybody implants. Mm. They ask really important questions and you have to be able to tell them why do you actually want the implants? And why is now in your time life, like, the time to do it? Mm-hmm. And they ask, like, lots of questions like that um, to make sure that you are of a sound mind to be making this decision and that it's not coming from some external pressure, that it's you that wants to do this and that you've thought about it and that you've considered the ways that it would impact your life for better or for worse. Like, it's important. So um, they, they kind of... Screen you ahead of time is all I'm saying. But I was going to circle back. Even they are cautious saying that plastic surgery is not going to solve your problems. Right. And it is, you should not be doing this if it is solely for a self-esteem issue. If you think that this is going to make your perception of yourself better or whatever, it may in some circumstances and to some extent, but like... It's not a cure-all. Yeah, and in they they are careful about that actually. That you are you've been mindful of that, and that it's a meaningful decision for you. Right. Even though, to be honest, it doesn't have to be. I know, More I was power just to say you. That. I'm it's like, doesn't have up. to be meaningful though. No, but like okay. No, I I feel like maybe I want to rephrase that. But honestly, like you can just lie on those questions too. Yes. Thank and you. like that. And if you want to, you it's should. Your own body, you can do whatever like, the fuck that's you want one... to for whatever reason. Like you know, that's a really good point. And I think there's something to be said to make sure that nobody is like coercing you into doing this, and that you are doing sure. it um for yourself. Sure. I think that's great uh, to make try to make sure of. Uh, otherwise, like. None of your business. Yeah, like, but, you know, you know, medicine, like Western medicine, they need to, you know, that's the way they operate. Yeah. Like, you know, for instance, stuff like getting a hysterectomy, like they will not let you, they will not let you if you're a young woman who just literally doesn't want to get pregnant and doesn't want to have to fucking worry about it. Like they will not let you. So it's like just that. Yep institutions trying to control women's bodies absolutely and this is no different yes like this is no different exactly so you gotta you're put through the paces and just you you are either lie or (laughs) just like whatever or not just do what you want to fill out the form just fill out the fucking go through the motions (laughs) to to, that you need to do to get to what you want like i yeah there you go yeah and i think all i'm saying is that this was just really um reaffirming for me I felt like at home in my body finally and that gave me a new sense of confidence that made me feel more comfortable um and so it did help and I don't want to say that like oh if you're self-conscious go get a boob job go get your nose done whatever don't do that I think it's unless we're not saying that (laughs) but But, like it did help my self-esteem and I think there's a lot of stigma around plastic surgery and that that you're vapid or conceited or vain if you're getting cosmetic procedures done. But like, I do think it's worth investing in yourself if that's something that you would, that you want in your life. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with 
changing your body <laughs> um, to make yourself feel more at home in it. Yeah. Um, body mods. Yeah. Piercings, like, tattoos. Like, not like you et cetera, can't. And like a lot of dying your you hair. You can change back. Physical expression. Yeah. Like, if you get implants, and I know it's a financial kind of investment, but like, you can take them out. Yeah. You know? If you really feel like you, you know, want to change your mind, you can. Yeah. You can get them removed. Yeah. It's fine. It is. I did a ton of research. Okay. I was like, you know what? If I'm doing this, I'm only going to want to do it once. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> <You> know, alert. <laughs> you know, until down the year, until down the line, because you do, if you have implants, uh, it is more likely than not, then you will have to have them redone at some point in your life. Okay. That is just a fact of having implants that's something they tell you when you go in for your consultation um it's usually more like a five or ten year mark uh i was okay with that knowledge um so what kind of things did you were you researching okay i was researching number one the surgeon yeah uh, looking at their portfolios of before and after so what? looking at a lot of pictures of boobs tons <laughs> Tums. Love it. Love it. It was, it was not a chore. <laughs> <laughs> sure, research. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, lots of boobs. Um, <laughs> reading reviews from people, mm. looking at prices because, believe it or not, they are priced differently at different surgeons. Uh, same, same. You know, ballpark. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but different. Um, and the same types of implants are not offered everywhere. Okay. Okay. So I was doing when in my research, <laughs> I was learning about all these different types of implants and the obvious ones are silicone or saline. Okay. There was a new implant on the market. It is supposed to be the, <laughs> the solution of like putting both of those types of implants into one. It is a saline implant. So it has quote unquote, the safety of a saline implant, because if it does explode, uh, your body will just absorb the saline solution. Yep. Uh, safe. And you know, it's, you know, it's busted. Your breast deflates almost immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you need to go and do something about it. But they feel like fake boobs where mm. the silicone ones have a more if you will natural feel yeah. so they found a way to put these weird sort of capsules inside of the implant uh these pockets i guess you can look it up online i don't know the details anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> but they were called ideal implants they were supposed to be ideal mm -hmm. um they're supposed to feel natural but still be saline which they're lighter, you know, there's, there is benefits to the saline implants. So I thought, okay, these are awesome. These are the newest ones on the market. These are supposed to be the cream of the crop. And they, there was a doctor in Toronto who was um, offering them. He was actually promoting them. Mm -hmm. And this doctor happened to be one of the best plastic surgeons in Toronto. So <laughs> the doctor I landed on that I chose specifically was Dr. Six. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> like say Like 416? Dr. As in, six? like, the Drake Six. The Six yeah. IX. Yeah, got it. Nice. <laughs> um, Dr. Six, yes. Um, and his <laughs> office is located inside of the Fairmont Hotel, which... 
I did not know. Fancy. I know, right? That there was a plastic surgery uh, department inside the Fairmont Hotel. So he was like, you know, highly esteemed. There was some stuff in the media about him at the time. Somebody had gotten, um, I'm not sure the details, but they were unaware of cameras being in his office Mm -hmm. and uh, was very upset to find out that they were, rightfully so. But... I rate, I weighed that as part of my decision and mm-hmm. still decided that this was the best guy to go to for this surgery. Okay. Um, it was the most glamorous experience of my entire life, Aaron. How so? <laughs> okay, so first of all, it's in the Fairmont Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> you Already. go up. Yeah, and then you go up these side elevators into this gorgeous office and like I'm talking all marble gold everything chandeliers yeah yeah and I bring my queer ass in there looking like just sticking out so much like I do not belong here and they were like oh it's you have the consultation okay <laughs> so we are uh we go in and they you know there's like a fireplace they're serving beverages like it's so fancy these white couches that you wait on and you go through these ginormous doors they're so heavy with these gold-plated handles into the consultation room Mm. and this is the fun part you get to try on all the different implants and the sizes and stuff and this is where they really like pitch you right Mm. as well what Um, kind and how big and so these are just like chicken cutlet things that you like or putting in your bra to kind of... Yeah, they give you a bra and they give you a t-shirt um, mm-hmm. and then they give you a few sizes that okay. they think would be best based on your measurement and whatever. They give you some on the smaller side, some on the bigger side, and then they leave you to it. And they basically like, try these on. And it is a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But um, we had talked about the ideal implant and they're really selling me on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was game. I thought it was going to be really great. Yeah. So they were also talking about how they were going to do something called overfilling the implant, which Mm. is so that it doesn't have that bag-like feeling, or you can kind of see the rippling or the indentation under the skin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like Like a bit of a a ripple effect or something. The overfilling, it apparently is very normal, and it's something that they do to sort of fight that ripple effect, I Mm. guess. Mm -hmm. So, yep, I was fine with that. Because you wanted them big anyways. Um, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whole fucking point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so ideal implants yeah. overfilled is what you're going to do. Exactly. That was the that was the end decision. And how did you choose, like, the size? Um, Just, like, trying these things on in the mirror and being like, this is, this looks good? Yeah. And you know what? I always, I was kind of thinking about it. Like, I had small breasts to begin with. So when I was trying on the implants, plants it was pretty easy to see the size that it would be yeah but like if you had larger breasts already and then they just gave you implants to try on over top of your pre-existing breast I don't know how you would get a good idea of what that would be like because that was literally it like that's the way you decided what ones you wanted what size ones well yeah and also oh this is another thing that they um talk you through and you have to decide is where you want the implant inserted so Mm -hmm. if you want it inserted either under your armpit Mm -hmm. through your armpit Mm -hmm. which gives you no scars around your boob so great Mm -hmm. if that's something you're concerned about um you could do it through your nipple 
-hmm. or you can do it under your breast fold. And that's where I went. I initially want it under the armpit and they, that's something that you can only do with, um, saline. Oh, so because there's no way that you can shove a giant silicone <laughs> implant into your armpit okay. <laughs> through. But you can do a little bag. And then you can put the bag in and then fill it up when it's already inside of you. Yes. However, if you get them put in through your armpits, they are up at the top of your chest. Oh, they sit. They sit high. And then for months, you have to do like breast massage and push them down your chest into place. So your boobs won't actually look the way that they're going to look for probably about a year if you you get them through your armpits. Okay. Yeah. So they actually kind of talked me out of that. And I was kind of glad. I was like, you know what? I didn't know that. And I'm cool with scars. I don't care. So we went under the boob. Mm -hmm. And then you also have to pick if it's going to be over or under the muscle. Okay. So I went under the muscle as well. So what were the differences? Like, what does that even mean to how it looks or feels or, um, honestly, I think it's a more like natural feel because it's underneath the breast tissue already instead of just sitting on top of it. Uh, but I don't want to say more than that because I don't know too much more than that right now. Yeah. Totally fine. Okay. So you got in that console, you're trying on the sizes decided on the type yep and then do they just book you yeah it's fast so your consultation is 250 dollars, but it goes towards your um total cost of your surgery so it's kind of included if if you go if you go for it yeah yeah it's just i guess so you don't waste their time too see like what i was picturing like for consult would have been like I don't know like I was thinking like modern technology would be happening where they're showing me a picture of me you know with like how my boobs are gonna look after like that's what I picture I want to know that specifically like I don't want to put a chicken cutlet in a shirt I want to like see what these things are actually gonna look like where are my nipples gonna be like where like specifically how it's gonna look on my body yeah I'm not going to lie. I was expecting the same. Yeah? <laughs> I, yeah. Have I seen that somewhere that I'm expecting that? No, I think you should. Like, does, it not, does it not make sense? I think it exists. It's just in for such like a luxurious office. Yeah, you'd think I, it had kind of some, I don't know, yeah. modern oh, way yeah. of showing you. I forgot to say the one thing that's hilarious is that when I did go into the office for the first time, uh-huh. Dr. Six had a ginormous life-size cutout of himself as a cartoon, <laughs> Dr. Six with the just it said Dr. Six on it. And I, I wish I had taken a picture. It was so, so good. Who, do, who does that? Nice. Uh, shameless. <laughs> Dr. Six IX. I guess so, man. Oh, man. Okay, so they book you to, booked yeah. you in relatively quickly. Oh, yeah, it's quick. It's quick. Like, okay. they just, it's a turnaround. Like, as yeah. soon as your you consult done, and then they're like, they're in because it's private practice, right? Like, there's no waiting time. You're paying out of pocket. They'll mm-hmm. they have time, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, so yep, I think I went in like the next week. Wow, um, that is very fast. Yeah. So what are you doing? What's going through your head in that week? Are you like freaking? Are you really excited? What are you? Are do you, you want to know what I started stresses? doing? What? <laughs> I st- 
stuff your shirt. You stuffed your shirt. I started yeah, wearing did. like three bras. Yeah, yeah. Like I wore my biggest push-up bra and then like another bra over top of it because I didn't want to show up to work and then just everybody is alarmed. The good, good news was is that it was wintertime. So I just was wearing big sweaters and I wore big sweaters from then onwards okay. just for a while until and then it was the summertime and it was like, nah, my boobs have always looked like this. So you weren't like, um, you didn't tell people at work. No. Did no. people ever ask you about or bug you about it? Never, because this was actually a newer job at the time. Mm -hmm. So people didn't know me as well okay. yet. So it was fine. Um, and I wasn't wearing, yeah, I wasn't wearing any like tight clothes. It wasn't obvious. So no, nobody ever said anything. Would that be like an issue if... I mean, in a workplace, it would be very strange for somebody to be like, hey, <laughs> your boobs are bigger. Yeah. But uh, the you only know. yeah the only experience I have with that where coworkers gotten their tits done is we worked at a sex shop so we all knew and <laughs> we were all like show us your titties yeah. like <laughs> I know that's the best thing after my implants that's... were done too I just walked around being like want to feel them yeah everybody take a look <laughs> yeah 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 totally I think it was Pride like very recently after she got them done too so like at the Pride work party she was like just everyone was having a feel you know that's amazing everybody's having a feel everybody it's the new handshake you instead of shaking a hand oh, you yeah. just, just cop a, a feel yep just cop a feel um <laughs> so was there anything that you actually had to prep for physically yeah uh the one thing that's hard for me is that i smoke a lot of weed okay. <laughs> hence the vape pen in my hand right now <laughs> and they want you to stop smoking <laughs> uh for i mean it's weird because you're supposed to prep for like two weeks in advance and i'm pretty sure it was only like a they week. they didn't even yeah. give you two weeks yeah i'm pretty sure so anyways i was supposed to stop smoking so i mean that's not the end of the world i just kind of vaped a bit more okay. um but you know that's yeah, neither so that's neither here nor there that's just one thing that you're supposed to do um i don't really drink a lot so that's not an issue but i think you're supposed to reduce your alcohol intake mm -hmm. um it's the usual surgical sort of standard procedure to prep it's like you know eating and drinking and medication and that stuff so you go you do need to get prescriptions filled beforehand i was just gonna say did you need to prep for after like did you need to get a support system and yes ready and so i will tell you the next thing is that uh you actually only only at this place um because it's in the fairmont you stay overnight in the fairmont hotel oh my Fancy schmancy, right? That's handy. Yeah, and they have a nurse come and check on you in the morning, and then they discharge you from the hotel room. Wow. I know, and it's very, like, that first experience I had with them was very discreet. It was like, okay, I can see how people would want to come here and be like, I'm just staying in the hotel for the weekend, right. and nobody has to know that I had a boob job or something. Oh, that's funny. Meanwhile, totally. I'm just so excited to have a boob job that I was like, everybody needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyways, that was a fairly good experience. Um Sorry, we can like go back for a second if you want to talk about the actual surgical yeah, so, procedure. Yeah, so day of, you show up at the Fairmont Hotel? Yep, or, yep, yep, show up at the Fairmont Hotel. This time it's a different floor. They have two floors that have a division in them. <laughs> the surgical department isn't quite as nice as the consultation one, obviously. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's a full like 
medical, like it's like a mini hospital in there in the Fairmont Hotel. Yeah, yeah. So you do go under anesthetic or you use anesthesia or whatever that one is. (laughs) The the anesthesiologist, okay, we'll say this. The anesthesiologist comes in first, does a little consult with you, talks about what they're going to do, that you're going to go under blah, blah, blah. Um, make sure you've taken all of the medication that they prescribed you in advance. You have to do your final sign-offs on everything. Um, they take more pictures. And then you just go in and it's... And you're out. And you're out. Like, before mm-hmm. you know it, it's done. It's a, it's a day surgery, right? It's very short. Um, How long around? Do you know? Um, let me think here for a second. I'm not sure, but, like, no more than a couple hours. Okay. Like, I can't even remember. Maybe like an hour. <laughs> like it's not a long, a big surgery. Okay. Um, and I'm fairly certain they do quite a few in a day. <laughs> mm. uh, so after afterwards, so they you're put in the you. Hotel. Yes, they put you in a quick recovery space to just wake up from the drugs. Um, they give you a surgery bra that Ooh. I still have to this day. I'm not going to lie. It's like the most supportive bra. It's so <laughs> comfortable. Bed, right? It's so <laughs> ugly. It's so <laughs> ugly. Like it looks like a hospital bra, but like I do not give a shit. It is the best bra I've ever owned. <laughs> so you have to wear your surgical bra though for the first like two weeks. Okay. Um, and even though it's super supportive, it's sheer because it's stretch material. So like, my nipples are just rock solid through this thing the whole time. So I can't wear like a shirt. I have to wear a bra over my surgery oh, bra just for like that buffer, you know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're not full cool mom from Mean Girls. I mean, I <laughs> love the hoodie. I love being that cool mom from Mean Girls, but like in a workplace environment, Perhaps not. maybe not. But I did take the first week off, obviously, just to okay. recover. Okay. Um, my nipples hurt so much. Nobody mm. tells you that obviously your nipples are going to stretch mm. because all of a sudden, unless you already have larger boobs, um, and then probably it's not going to affect you as much. But let's say I was probably around like an A cup or a very small B cup. Okay. And my I'm now a double D. Mm-hmm. So my so big skin, difference for the nipples. Yes. Um, I didn't really notice stretch marks as much coming from this. Like I had a little bit on my boobs to begin with, so I didn't really notice anything. But my nipples, oh man, Um, I love them. (laughs) They're great. (laughs) They're bigger than they were before this. Right. Um, And yeah, because it's you're not getting any extra skin. No. So the skin you have on your small, small boobs is stretching over the larger. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they tape you up and you have to keep the tape on for the whole time. So Mm -hmm. like you for the first while you have to sponge bath, but then you can go and shower, but you have to keep the tape on and then you have to hair dry the tape after your shower so that it doesn't get cakey so that it just dries back up. Um, so you have to do that for a while. You have an option to put some like, uh, special ointment type of stuff on your scars to help them heal better. Mm -hmm. I did that for the first one. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was important. I don't mean turns out it doesn't matter (laughs) turns out it's not yeah I mean I'm not shy about the scars but I 
could assume some people might be. Okay. So maybe yeah. they would want to take every precaution they could to um, minimize the look of them. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think maybe we'll head into the break because this is but half the story. So this is the person. This is the perfect halfway point. I feel like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seems like it's the end, people. It is it just the beginning. <laughs> I was just listening to my stoned ass ramble around my Okay, we'll be right back with my friend in Metamore, Katie, right after the break. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Comeasyouare.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at comeasyouare.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to the BEDPOST podcast. We are here talking about breast augmentation. With my metamorph Katie. Fancy way mm. of saying a boob job, of yes. And titties done. <laughs> <laughs> So, unfortunately, unfortunately, (laughs) this isn't the end of the story. Um, Right. So, okay. How long did you go from having your, having your new tits? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, let's actually just continue. Like, were you happy with them? Like, how they healed? Like, how were you feeling post-surgery? Like, post-healing? Okay, so when I first got them done, they were rock solid. They were, like, full bolted-ons. Bolted-ons. (laughs) Not mad at. Just, like, that was... that that, They were hard. They were rock hard. And they were quite high on my chest, too. But that apparently is very normal. And that was the the nurses and the doctor told me, you know, just this is normal. They actually soften and they drop over time, over the next like three to six months. So So both of those things should rectify itself. Yep. Yep. In time. Yep. And they do say like your skin might look a little shiny because it's stretching, Mm. you know, things like that. Um, All of which is normal. And I will say over time, they did settle. Okay. They they fell, they got lower a little bit, um, and they did soften, mm-hmm. but not too much. Okay. They were not still as much pretty, as you wanted. Yeah, they were still pretty hard, and then I figured, oh, maybe that's because they were overfilled. Hmm. Um, maybe that's, you know, maybe I just need to wait longer. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was, like, happy with them. Because they were bigger, however. Yeah. yeah, Would have liked them to be softer and lower? Softer, a bit more like of a ski slope, if you will. Mm. They were very round. They Mm. looked more like implants. Um, And again, nothing wrong with that look. But just with what you specifically wanted. I am a fan of that look, but not, I just, that's not what I was going for. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's okay. I don't want that to be a precursor for like, and then this thing happened. It's just like, no, no, I, Mm-mm. I was 
overall, because I didn't know any differently anyways, I was happy with them. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I went to the doctor for a follow-up, they were very reassuring and like, oh, I look so great. And mm-hmm. um, obviously getting positive feedback from other I folks was, that I was... I was just going to ask that. I'm like, were people like... <laughs> yeah, people would be like, oh my God, I love your tits. And I would be like, thank you. I paid a lot of money for them. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay. We love our tits. That's, yeah. we're, we're in a cool. great place with the tits. Cool. And then, okay, how long after you had a complication with one of them? Okay, so maybe, maybe like six months after my surgery, I'm going to say, more or less, um, my partner, my then partner, was noticing that one was a little softer, feeling a little softer than the other. And I'm thinking in my head, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> They're right. softening up, right, right? right? But then I start noticing, because I'm, you know, being a bit more curious about this, and I'm feeling like it's a little bit smaller for some reason. Softer like, and smaller. Yeah. So I take a shower. This is after, like, about a week of, like, being like, ah, oh, this is kind of suspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take a shower and just kind of give it a big squeeze, mm-hmm. and the whole thing just explodes. How it, do you mean? What does that mean? It means all of a sudden, <laughs> a whole bunch of water is getting absorbed into my body. Mm-hmm. My implant has burst and all of its insides are going into my insides <laughs> did it hurt it did not hurt one bit couldn't feel it what i did okay. feel though yeah, is a gonna... rush of water and you felt yeah, yeah you felt that did you feel weird. like a pop or something or no nope, like a... no because it was like it seemed to have been like leaking and then mm. it just when i squeezed it it must have opened up the leak where and it was you felt water rush from somewhere to somewhere yes in your absolutely wow, i can't it even was, picture if you could imagine like a cooling sensation almost like it just felt a little noticeable it wasn't wasn't extreme but I could feel it yeah and then all of a sudden you just have an empty leaking bag inside of your tit and it's not went right down immediately it went right down pretty much I mean yeah because I squeezed it and then I squeezed it again I was like oh man I gotta get all of this out then like you knew what was happening yeah my boob had burst yeah um and I was pissed yeah (laughs) well I was pissed I just spent so much money six months six months not long yeah so much money so much research picking the best doctor the best implants (sighs) the best everything I could and like this was a big decision in my life and anyways and so I was pissed um but they were really great about it okay so like you called them right away and we're called them right "Um." away it was the nighttime so right first thing in the morning I called them right away and they were like shit this Mm -hmm. never happens and I went in for a quick consult with the doctor and he was like I am I've only ever in my entire practice has this ever happened once before And I was like, wow, yeah, this must just be a freak anomaly. Um, and they were very apologetic. And they were like, this must have been just a defective implant. And we're so sorry. And we're going to get you in right away just to pop a new one in. And so they did. They got me in uh, either. It was either later that week or early the next. Like, it was yeah. quick. Okay. Um, and again, 
pretty solid, like same thing, good experience. Um, so they literally had to do like the same surgery. Yes, but just but on just my on one. one boob. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this time I didn't stay overnight. It wasn't the whole thing. It was just, um, you know, one one boob was different than getting both of them done. I so guess. when you got the same implant. Yep. You got an ideal implant. Yep. Exact in. same implant, okay. exact same size, matched the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then recovered from that. Then recovered from that. Um, and like, mind you, it's a whole other surgery, right? Like you're going under your general anesthesia. Um, and in like your body needs to heal from that. Oh and God. so that's just anyway, so that was a little taxing going through that all again within like six months. Within six months. I feel like six months even out, I don't know, it seems like a major surgery on your chest. Like six months out you probably still had healing to do. Yeah. Like, oh it, yeah. It feels like that would be pretty fucking traumatic on your body. To have to have another surgery after that surgery six months previous. Yeah. Take time off work, do the whole thing. It's not fun, but it's okay. You know what? I was understanding and I was just like, ah, fuck, of course this is happening. Of course it's happened to me. Yeah. This never happens to anyone ever. (laughs) Just my luck. Just me. Yep. Yeah. It made. That's about right. (laughs) This checks out. (laughs) (laughs) So I, so I was understanding enough. It was, it was shitty, but you know what? It happened and it was whatever. And obviously you're not charged for any of this. No, this Um, one was all like not one cent out of my pocket. Yeah. Okay. And then how long goes by? We're healing. Oh, I should say too, they've now had to reopen the same scar. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So, so my the scar has now been opened twice. So, um, and that's underneath. The yes. Breast. And I'm just so like ha, 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 all of that cream I put on here to try to no, I'm just it's not sad, it's funny. <laughs> I was like, this is just so pointless. <sighs> um yeah, just word chatty buddies that like just embrace your scars and don't spend extra money on the stupid solutions because they're not solutions just like scars are fine scars are scars scars are scars and they're like scar you've had a surgery you're gonna get a scar and they're kind of badass i think scars yeah Yeah. agreed 100 but you knew like they had prepped you i guess to that this could happen of course you sign a contract that's pages and pages and pages long like it is a thing that could happen but you do have a warranty on them for i think it's the first at least the first year but they are under warranty so what happens if you're out this would have happened beyond a year Um, out of the warranty you have to pay for the implants again I wouldn't assume so, but like that's a great question. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, what <laughs> I have is to a warranty? Bust out my contract. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they do definitely. The implants themselves come with a manufacturing warranty on them. So from the manufacturer, from the company, not from the surgeon. Interesting. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. So recovered from your second. Yeah. So then about, let me just think for a second how much longer went on since then. Uh, Probably another like, I don't know, six or eight months. Like not long. Not long. Um, and you were thinking you're free and clear at this point. Oh yeah. You're like, I've had one major complication with these things. Yeah. That's it. I'm set for the ten years or whenever. I, or even five. I'll I don't know. Go. Whatever it was. Yeah. But you were like, this is good. This is done. Yes. 
this is finally over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fool. Oh. So then um, one day I wake up and my other implant, so not the, sa- not the one that was replaced, the other side had also burst. You wake up and it, and what? what and I, feeling? What I have a concave like? breast. Oh. It was actually pretty weird to see my boob kind of like indent like that because oh. your skin just kind of sinks with the bag. Um, that yeah. is, yeah, that is, that and, would be shocking. And it's not that you don't have the bags in you already, right? But when they're empty, it feels weird. It's like, ugh, I have this empty bag inside of me. It feels like me. an empty bag. You can feel And an it's empty hard, bag. right? You're feeling your breast and it's no longer tissuey because all you're feeling is a bag. I can't even imagine. <laughs> it was, Boy, it was rock solid. <laughs> so this happens. I wake up and my boob is burst. My other boob. And this time, I am, like, actually very pissed. Rightfully so. Right. So this would have been leaking slowly or it had burst in your sleep. So you had completely, basically absorbed all the saline at that point. So it was completely empty upon waking Yes. That's fucked up. Oh, yeah. And I had to pee so badly. I forgot to mention that. So for both times that my implant burst, I I think I just peed it all out. I think I peed my boob out. That... is so wild. I had to pee so badly and so much. And I had not been drinking like any fluids. Like this wasn't because I had been drinking a whole bunch of water. Like my boob burst. And then very shortly after I had to pee (laughs) so much. Uh, yeah so i pissed my tits out oh Uh, my twice the thing god damn it the things they don't tell you in the consult unless they did no i don't think i don't think (laughs) no like by the way if they rupture fine print you'll probably need to pee (laughs) hopefully they bust in the bathroom I, so you're pissed as fuck. Yeah, so yes. I actually, like, I call, I leave a message, I'm, like, kind of irate. I'm probably I that mean, annoying again, person. No, again, rightfully so. Like, <laughs> what, like what the, the fuck? actual fuck? Well, yeah, so this one must have had a little hole in it or something, too. I have no idea. So... <sighs> This one wasn't so, wasn't the same experience as I had. This one, I feel like they also were kind of like, what the fuck are what you doing? Well, like, I I had to explain to them, like, it's been COVID. I've been literally not doing, doing anything. nothing. Not heavy I've, lifting. I've I'm been not... at home. I've been working remote. I literally sleep and then go to my desk, which is like down the hall. <laughs> And like, that's all I've been doing during this period of time. I, ha- I I don't know what to tell you. I This is not my fault. Like, what could you be doing that would produce, like, what is dangerous stuff that you shouldn't be doing? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, well, what did they think, suspect you were doing that I don't you shouldn't know. have been doing? With- I'm fucking, like, bungee jumping or, like, <laughs> having somebody just, like, just- backhand them. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a tit punching fetish yeah. that we need to know about? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean slightly, but. <laughs> uh, I mean, ugh, I, that would that's too frightening for me. Anyways, now I'm like, ah, don't yeah. I don't want. Anyway, we'll get there. So, yeah. um, 
where were we so they're uh, yeah they're like wondering oh, what they're the fuck being... is this girl doing yeah yeah and so it's like <laughs> literally like bursting no. left yeah. and right <laughs> oh my god they did they burst left and then and right, then right. That is... <laughs> that's literally what happened so um I, so i think then they they believe me they but they were like this is really weird um but weren't they like this is clearly a defective pair yeah they did they were like this is the like pair. the pair it must have been a manufacturer error um <laughs> but like you're the only one that this happened to i i don't know how is that that's the craziest well, see, coincidence that you just end up with a pair of defective uh yeah i was the anomaly i guess mm. uh <laughs> and so because it was under warranty still they were like oh we can replace it with the same implant and i was like, fuck that. No chance am I getting these same implants put back in my body again. Exactly. They've now both burst twice. Yeah, I'd be a complete fucking idiot. To have the same ideal implant put in. And I was like, I do not want an ideal implant. Mm. I do not want anybody, uh, any implant that's been made by the manufacturer. I want a different manufacturer. And I don't want any, I also don't want any saline implants. Like the the saline ones that I had 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 both burst, yeah. and I wanted to switch to silicone. It felt okay. like a safer option for me at that time. Yeah. So your option is silicone at this point. For me, it was the only option moving forward is yeah. to get the other implant out of my boob. Yeah. Redo them both. At redo this point them both with silicone. Yeah, because I'm yeah. not I'm not, not risking this happen again. Yeah. I thought that this would be no problem at all. And also kind of a no-brainer. Like, obviously, I'm not doing ideal again. Obviously, I, I'm going to probably switch from saline. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like common sense to me. But, right? but they were, they were, they gave you a hard time. They gave me a super hard time. A super hard time. This escalated from the receptionist to the nurse to the head nurse, finally to Dr. Six himself. He, he at the time, was actually at home. Hmm. He was not practicing because he had his license temporarily suspended as a consequence of the whole um, camera gotcha. thing from earlier. Um I'd suggest just reading about that if you're interested, because I'm not yeah. I'm not a good source for that. Um, so he wasn't even practicing at the office at the time. Hmm. I so I talked to him from his house. Wow, and he was. I'm just like I don't know what to say or not, but he was a nightmare to talk to on the phone. Mm. He made it me feel like it was my fault. <laughs> I don't. How could it be? Okay, so listen. He said that maybe, because now this had happened twice, that maybe I just wasn't a suitable candidate for breast implants. That because it had happened to me twice, that maybe I just shouldn't have implants. Is that a thing? <laughs> Can some people just not and I have just implants? I was like, are, are you telling me what to do right now? Are you telling me that... I? I shouldn't have implants that you're you're not the guy who gets to make this decision and also they were defective implants I don't have a defective body 
Yeah. Right. Tough. So he and I got into quite a heated argument on the phone. And the reason the argument came up is because they wanted me to spend $2,500 to get the other kind of implants in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, 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 absolutely not. Um, (laughs) Not only is just like, that's ridiculous, but like the average person can't just like throw down $2,500 on the spot because I had a one boob and one burst boob at the time and I just wanted to get a surgery done. This took me probably close to a month to resolve with them because it was constant back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, they did not want to take responsibility or foot the bill for this this repair or whatever, this redo. Um, and they made me feel really shitty about it. Now, the one redeeming thing was that because Dr. Six was at home and no longer able to practice, they did hook me up with a different doctor. And this doctor was an absolute angel. (laughs) Dr. Angel. Dr. Angel. She was amazing. And, um, so well, Aaron actually came with me to the consultation. I needed a plus one to check out the implants <laughs> with. <laughs> so she came, which was awesome. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. And when the door was closed, Aaron like quickly grabbed the implants from me and like shoved them in her own shirt to be like, <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I, <laughs> how could you not? They're there. Right. And like, they're just like these big squishy orbs. <laughs> Fabulous. Like, what else are you going to do then but shove them in yeah. your shirt like yeah. obviously but like stress ball them or put them in your bra two, <laughs> i was two choices i was stress balling them the words. whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so there was um nurse megan who is just like the most lovely she was great human being i even told her how i was like you're just so nice like <laughs> do you want to hang out with us yeah like be do you want to be friends <laughs> and the doctor she though was lovely mm-hmm. um so friendly so empathetic to my situation yeah night and day from uh, oh my god made me feel doctor. so comfortable and safe and just like heard yes my frustration was heard and like that finally felt good that's like almost all i needed that's was somebody to empathize with the situation and to fix it yeah <laughs> customer service skills come on people yeah. it makes a huge difference that yeah. that empathy aspect yeah. is so key so she was lovely nurse megan was lovely aaron and i were like low key flirting with both of them the whole time <laughs> Yeah. She's kind of flirty. Something about taking us home. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we, we were like, um, okay. <laughs> and like, this is a woman, by the way, who is like, she's, she's in heels. She is in a high dress. Femme. Very high femme. She's definitely got a blowout. Yes. She's wearing jewelry. She's like, oh, like to the nines. Yes. And, like, just looks so beautiful. Um, and Aaron and I are just like these pajamas. little goblins coming in. Aaron's wearing a shirt uh, that says queer as in fuck you. <laughs> and I'm wearing a shirt that says die high. 
just so you know, my hair is pink. Naren's hair is blue. And <laughs> we're just like, hey, what's up? And, <laughs> and we're just tits done. Yeah. Like, they're like, okay, do you need some privacy to take off your shirt? And Aaron was no, just like, no. she's not shy, no, like yelling no. across the room. I was like, Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> So, Aaron is also flirting with me. <laughs> Everyone's flirting with everyone. It's a good time. It's a great console. We were all having a really fun time. <laughs> and, like, left with smiles on our faces. Yeah, you felt good. Yeah, we felt good yeah. about the... Yeah, and, like, we picked the size, the doctor. Choices. Exactly. We felt good about everything. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. after the consult, they booked me in real quick for the surgery. It okay. was no problem. Um, so, uh, that, that experience, I'm not going to lie. That surgery was a lot, a lot better. I felt so good. But, um, when the day came for Mm -hmm. the surgery, Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, so you're booked for the surgery, but we need to order your implants. Yeah. And we can book you ASAP. Yeah. We can't get the implants ASAP. Right. We need to order them. So we need to wait on the implants. Exactly. So we're going to book you for the surgery and we hope the implants will be here on time. <laughs> Which... I was like, okay. Uh, okay. So day comes, well, the night before comes and they were like, okay, yeah, we're going to be good for, to go for tomorrow. Meaning um, they got them or? Meaning that the delivery to was expected <laughs> to be there in the morning. Jeez, and that, um, for me to take all my meds, you know, and stop eating, start fasting for the surgery. So I show up for the surgery on the day to do, you know, I show up, uh, I think you have to show up like an hour or so early. Um, and I'm sitting there waiting. And because it's still COVID times, uh, it looks a little different to wait. So you're actually waiting in like outside of an elevator area because it is a hotel but this place is private so Mm -hmm. you're sitting kind of in like a lobby bench type of situation Mm -hmm. outside of the actual office they only let like one person in the actual office so i'm sitting outside and there's another woman outside who is waiting for her whoever she's with who is in an appointment Mm -hmm. um and the one nurse comes out and it's just like so we don't have your implants. Oh. Um, they're trying to, like, we were supposed to be here this morning. Um, and if they're not here in the next hour, our anesthesiologist is going to go home. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they come. get here. And so maybe you can just wait around. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, they're do you want to just call me? Maybe, like, should I go home? And they're like, nope, you... Do you uh, just rebook for, you, like, tomorrow? Uh, no, like, at this like, time, I had taken meds. I would fasted. Uh, okay. I was, like, ready to go. And I also was mad. I was like, no, I've taken time off work. Hmm. I have, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. made plans, plans because, like, I've, I had to put the care plan in place. I have people who are helping me with the next few days, like this is happening yeah <laughs> and you told me that it's happening so i'm so. sitting right so i'm here. sitting here but also they were like maybe you could just i was like is there anywhere i can go like, yeah, downstairs not... in the lobby maybe i was like oh fuck it i'll just stay here <laughs> but um i felt it was really this part i didn't like um she had come out and started talking to me about my implants right in front of the other woman mm. who was in the waiting area with me and she was talking about them quite loudly this Mm. was not a 
not in private the conversation. Yeah, not in the office. Nope. This private she office. She was she's just, just talking the about them, being like, so we don't have your implants. And this was a nurse, though, that wasn't Nurse Megan and wasn't okay. from earlier. This was somebody different. And I was really thrown off. I'm not like, I'm here talking about my boobs. I'm not, this is no secret. Mm-hmm. But I'm also somebody that doesn't like, I respect privacy and I, I value my own privacy. And I don't know this like stranger. There was a big consent violation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that didn't really rub me the right way. Um, and I did bring that up to them. Just, I was like, you know, Good. for future, I think just to be mindful of that, I think would be really important. Um, But so at the last minute, at the 11th hour, a fucking courier comes through the elevator door with a big box and she comes out and is like, these are your implants. And we were just like, yes. And like, they were like, okay, we're just going to get them here as best we can when they were talking about it earlier. Like maybe we got to put them on a bike courier. And I was like, oh my God. Bike careers will bike your tits around. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not the first time. Um, So the implants got there in the nick of time. Love it. Um, And the surgery went well. It was quick. And it was really funny, too, because even though I got both of my boobs redone, it was not like the first surgery. They were like, yeah, we don't let people stay over it the Fairmont anymore right now so it's just go home um you know recover there and there was no I think this is COVID kind of stuff as well but um there's no follow-up appointments it's virtual so you take pictures of your boobs and like from different angles and the scars you only go in for like a one-week follow-up for them to change your bandages um and just check on them to make sure everything's okay but until then you're just sending them nudes lewds and nudes (laughs) yeah along with everybody else that i have on my list (laughs) yeah just mass send out a bunch of titty pics so with these ones (laughs) because now my scars have been opened and reopened a number of times they are more pronounced not mad about it but they're even still like you noticeable like you they're still healing i say like give it another year maybe they'll be faded in a yeah. little bit more So, for reference how long has it been since oh got them both redone oh know? my god good question do you remember six months i'm gonna throw out there yeah maybe not even okay yeah maybe not even like we went to uh we went to the beach we're in the outside. summer yeah. i got sun's out scars out <laughs> we're sitting outside that fountain um, it was full summer yeah yeah it so was knows? so maybe um maybe under six months but yeah so yeah, they're recently. still they're still healing but what i will say about these implants is that not that i okay i would never wish to go through that experience that i did um however i love these implants Yay. and i am much happier with them than i am with the saline ones so talking about like the look of them feel of them yes like so the difference stuff. is the saline ones keep their shape a little bit more in terms of like a globe and so they project more from your chest. So mm-hmm. you'll look like you might have big, quote unquote, bigger boobs. Yeah, like the profile. They protrude yes. more yes. in front of you. Yeah. The silicone ones, um, they kind of are a bit wider. Wider and flatter, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bit more of like a, a heft mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. them. Um, and I like these ones so much better. I'm so much happier with them. At first, I kind of freaked out because when I looked down at my chest after the surgery, 
it, my chest looked different mm -hmm. and it looked flatter. Mm -hmm. And I was pissed because I thought that I, they gave me smaller implants. Like I just, I, I was disappointed. That's mm -hmm. what I should say. I was disappointed. Even though they did talk about how these are going to be shaped slightly yeah. different than your old ones. Yep. Because they did mention that yes. they're not going to stand out as yes. much as they your old did. Ones. And I just think I, at first, I wasn't as prepared for that. Sure. Um, so it took me probably about a month to like, be like, oh no, these are great. Yeah. To get used to this new shape. It was and a be new like, profile. Okay, yeah, this is. Yeah. It's not that they're smaller, it's just... No. And I w one of the things I was a little worried about is that people are always like, you know, one of my best friends has the biggest natural boobs in the world <laughs> and has really bad back problems because of it. And I sort of thought that with saline, even if I had big boobs, they'd be lighter. So I wouldn't have to worry about my back as much. And I was all nervous for the silicone being like, it's going to be heavier. Like, should I be mindful of this? Honestly, it's literally the exact same. It's fine. It's, it's barely a difference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they're both light. <laughs> uh, something I did learn, though, in yes. all of this is that most implants in time do rupture it's just you don't know it if they're silicone because they don't lose their shape it's like a gummy bear right yeah, so okay. if it bursts it just bursts but then just stays there and it's not actually problematic I thought that there would be like huge health implications and if, things like if that. A silicone one burst. Yeah, but after doing a ton of reading on it and consulting the doctor, it was confirmed that saline and silicone are the exact same safety. Um, one is not safer than the other. So if a saline one bursts, the only difference is you know it. Yes, because it completely drains. Yeah. But the silicone, if it bursts, it doesn't, yep. but it's still So not. you're you're supposed to go for okay. regular MRIs when you have uh, breast implants okay. to monitor that to see if it's burst or not. Because you don't know. Because you don't silicone. know. Okay. But I don't think many people do that yeah. <laughs> or know that. <laughs> I didn't. If they do know, they don't care. <laughs> Man. And then knock on fucking wood. That's yeah. the last of it. Do you want to know something weird, though? I mean, I always had, like, kind of pencil eraser nipples. Like, you know, like hard nipples. <laughs> yeah, like, they never really went, like, that image. soft. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, uh, post implants, mm -hmm. like, they do not get soft. I have rock hard nipples <laughs> at all times. Like, if I didn't wear a bra, I would have to put pasties on to go, like... Yeah, it, like, it's, just a nude kind of... It's, cover my pasty. nipples no longer have the ability to soften soft. and I bring this up because I talked to somebody else who has implants mm -hmm. and they had the same thing is that their nipples no longer soften mm -hmm. <laughs> they're just always permanently rock hard I don't know maybe that's a thing with implants maybe <laughs> maybe not all right and how do you feel about that you're fine with hard nips of course I'm fine with Perm hard nips. Permanently hard nips. <laughs> all, all nips are good nips. <laughs> I mean, other than it being like a slight pain in the ass to always be like, ugh, my nipples are always showing. Them, right? Yeah. Then that's going to happen. I mean, <laughs> all, all about the context and the setting. There you go. I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want my nipples just like... Out of work and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Okay. 
I mean, we filled that hour pretty easily. There's enough (laughs) twists and turns to this story. (laughs) I could have done such a better job talking about this. No, I I don't think so. Blabbered on. That's, it's a podcast. Mm. That's the point, Mm. is to blabber on. (laughs) So, I don't know if you want to tell people any social media handles or anything. Absolutely not. There you go. Okay. So, folks, um, I'm a ghost on social media. <laughs> You're one of those anonymous uh, follow accounts. Um, so- you'll see my boobs on the internet before you see my face. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> As it should be. <laughs> folks, you know where to follow me by now. I'm at the Lady Pim One on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. But if you must, you can follow me on Instagram at the Lady Pim One or at the Bedpost Podcast. I have a Patreon. It's the Bedpost Show. I have a YouTube channel. It's the Bedpost show and i always like to uh leave off by uh, thanking the lovely lady who does all the original music for my podcast her name is stephanie Copeland. you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com katie this has been such a joy and a pleasure always <laughs> as if i've been on this podcast before <laughs> it's always every time you have me on as a guest it's, a a it's always a pleasure to see you and to chat <laughs> and to get high together yes yeah, same yeah that um hope you enjoyed the episode everyone we'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality get fucked by This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.